day, whether you're joining us online or you're here in our presence here today. Uh, just, a few, uh, just a quick few announcements. Um, yesterday, we had a very good day of our food pantry yesterday. And so far, we're on our way to feeding 4,000 families. So as I got an actual, I got a count yesterday of 1,030 families that we have already served, uh, we provided food for. Now, that didn't include yesterday. So next month will include this month. So I know uh, for a fact that we served over 200 families yesterday because the line was <coughs> it was like the line never went down it's like i'm looking and it kept going and going and going amen so it's a blessing <coughs> it is a real true it's a blessing to serve people in our community in our community at this time that needs food okay amen and also there is if you have not been paying attention to the news there is a second wave of COVID-19 that's going around, and it is taking our people faster than the first one. So you want to be cautious. You want to continue to wear your mask. You want to continue to socially distance as well, and you want to avoid large gatherings as well. If you go to a large gathering and they have not, if they don't wear their mask, you know, put yours on or don't attend that, that gathering. Amen. And also, also we've been experiencing a lot, a lot. It's been hot. It's been extremely hot. So uh, my advice to you is to stay indoors as much as possible. Drink plenty, drink plenty of fluid as well. You know, drink plenty of water to keep yourself hydrated because you don't want to get to the point to where you're admitted to the hospital where you're being dehydrated. And if you've not been keeping up, the hospitals, uh, ER, and the ICUNs are full of COVID-19 patients. They're full. They're like they're at capacity. Even uh, some hospitals have donated or dedicated a specific floor just for COVID-19 patients. And that one whole, whatever floor it is, is full. Amen. So we want to make sure that we keep up with what's going on with this pandemic, amen, because the, the first one, uh, the second wave of COVID-19 is, from my understanding and what I'm reading and the alerts that I'm getting on my phone, is that they're taking out people faster than the first one. So you want to socially distance yourself, amen, and if you know someone that's been traveling by airplane or uh, by train, you know, you want to quarantine yourself for at least 14 days from everybody. Amen. So let's pray. Fathers, we come before you. We just thank you, Lord God, for this time. We thank you, Lord God. We're going to give you praise, God, Lord God, in the midst of this pandemic, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Father God, of what we need to do and what safety precautions that we need to take uh, for our family, Father God, so that we won't get infected by the COVID-19, Lord God. But we want to thank you, Father God, because we know everything is in your hands, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that, that, that for you. We thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for your healing, even for the ones, even for the family members that are, uh, have been admitted to the hospital for COVID-19 symptoms. 
We want to thank you, Lord God. We lift them up in prayer, Father God. We thank you for completing healing their bodies, for retiring hands, for the very soles of their feet, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, as we take this time, Father God, to make sure that we stay hydrated during this heat wave that we're having, Father God. It's been extremely hot, Father God. But we want to thank you, Lord God, that we will stay hydrated, Father God, so that we don't have to go or be admitted to a hospital. And we just thank you for it, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so today's message is we need to get back to the basics of life, okay? The basics of something are its simplest, most important elements, ideas, or principles in contrast to more complicated or detailed ones, okay? And also it means... Basics are the things such as simple food, clothes, or equipment that people need in order to live and to live or to deal with particular situations. And we can go to first Colossians chapter two, verse number eight, and it reads like this here. Beware lest anyone cheat you through through philosophy, excuse me, and empty deceit according to the transition of men according to the basic principles of, of the world and not according to Christ. Amen. So we need to understand that, you know, we have to get back to the basics. You know, you remember the time when you first got saved and you were so, uh, you were so into it and everything and you went to your prayer closet night after night because you wanted an answer from God. God responded. He answered you very quickly. So we need to get back to the basics of prayer. We need to get back to the basics of living. Amen. And and with the basics of living, you know, don't live outside your means. Amen. That's that's the the most important part. Don't live outside your means. Amen. Amen. Haven't you heard that 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 um, haven't you heard keeping up with the Joneses? See, the Joneses can't keep up with the Joneses because the Joneses is trying to impress people of the big house they have, the nice cars they, they drive, the nice clothes that they wear, and the jewelry and everything. But you little little did you know the Joneses are working five or six jobs just to maintain that standard of living. You know, it's it's it's, it's like this here. When someone, whether it's male or female, when they get that little bit of change, they get a little bit of money, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everything changed. Everything changed. You're like, wait, what's going on? Man, you got a little bit of money, so now you're trying to flash off what you have. You know, uh, next thing you know, they start buying Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and they're not thinking about the future. They think about, okay, you know, I'm going to get this now. I'm going to get it now, but I'm not going to think I'll think about the future later. They don't think about, you know, hey, you know, I got some money. Let me just save this money. And also let me think about investing some money so that I don't have to work as hard as I'm doing now. Amen. So we have to get back to the basics of life. Amen. Okay, so what are the basics? The basics of something is it, it the basics of something are its simplest, 
most important elements, ideas, or principles. In the contrast to more complicated or detailed ones, they, they will concentrate on teaching the basics of reading, writing, arithmetic. A strong community cannot be built until the basics are in place. Amen. So you have to put the basics in place uh, for your community. You have to put the basics in, 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 in your life. Amen. So when I say live within your means, okay, so the basics is this here. Don't try and go and get an expensive car on a Budweiser budget. Let me say that again. Don't get an expensive car on a Budweiser budget, meaning your budget is a Toyota Corolla or a Honda Civic or a Hyundai, one of those little Hyundai small accents, one of those little small cars. You know, that's your budget. So why are you trying to get an expensive car knowing you can't afford it, knowing that you may have to take a second job just to pay for that vehicle? Amen. So that's what we mean. That's what I'm saying. Get back to the basics. Okay. Uh, Col uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse number 20. Therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why, as through living in, in the world, do you subject yourselves to regulations? Amen. So, by you having that whole concept of, you know what, I need to stick to the basics now. Some people, they're fine, they're, they're happy with living the way they're living now, with the basics. You know, they have a, a vehicle that's affordable. They have a place where they're living, where it's an apartment, a condo, a house, and it's affordable to live. They're not trying to go out and, ex and, and get something more expensive. Now, God will only give you enough to where you can bear. God will never give you more, you know, he will never give you something that you cannot bear. He will never give you something you know you can't afford. So by you sticking to the basic principles of life, you know, a lot of people are comfortable. They're happy. They're saying, listen, I don't have to deal with all the extra stress and everything. I don't have to worry about trying to impress people. Who are you trying to impress is, is the thing. Who are you trying to impress? I'm not trying to impress nobody. I don't need a a 10,000 or 16,000 square foot house. I don't need that. I don't want it. I have no need for it. And some people think, well, the more money you have, the less problems you have. Wrong. The more money you have, the more problems you have. Now, if you've been keeping up with some of the things that's going on in the world, the people that's, that's that are, are, they got all this money but for some reason, they can't pay their taxes. And you know with the IRS, if you don't pay your taxes, we're going to come and start seizing some of your property, put tax liens on all your property until you get this straightened out with the IRS. Amen. So some people think, oh, yeah, the more money I have, the less problems I have. No. There have been people that have actually... In the entertainment world, 
that actually had went to jail to do some time because they didn't meet, they didn't pay their taxes or they didn't report their taxes, amen, to the IRS, amen. So even in the entertainment world, their job is to, hey, listen, we paid this person this amount of money. Now, if they don't pay their taxes, that's on them. That's not on us. We paid them this amount of money. So by sticking to the basic principles and the basics of life is, listen, if you owe the, R if you owe the IRS, go ahead and pay them the money because you don't want something to come back and haunt you in the end. And they're like, okay, well, you haven't paid your taxes, so we got to take some of your stuff. Amen. So, perfect example, perfect example, perfect example. Red Fox. Uh, I was watching the ensemble on him, uh, and he told the network to pay him in cash for every episode. But little did he realize that the network had to report that to the IRS saying we was paying him in cash, and this is how much we was paying him per episode. But the TV show, you know, Sanford and Son, this is what we was paying them every episode. Amen. And so what ended up happening is, you know, he, he admitted that, you know, he messed his money up. He owed $750,000 in back taxes to the IRS. And they came to his house. They took all his vehicles. They took all his furniture, everything that could add up to $750,000. They took. That's what I'm saying. Live within your means. Okay. What does it mean to get back to the basics? To, re to return to a simpler way of doing something or thinking about something. The restaurant is getting back to the basics in terms of food using fresh ingredients to make simple, good food. And we understand that the restaurants are opening back up, so now they have to they have to rethink their whole concept uh, to make sure that we, let's get back to the basics. What did we do in the beginning to get customers? What did we do in the beginning to keep customers? Amen. So even if you have a small business, you're, you're like, okay, you probably, some of the customers, probably, you probably lost some of the customers. You say, okay, so what did we do in the beginning to get new customers? Some businesses, they offer, you know, they give them a gift basket or something like that or a gift card or something. You know, you, you have to go back and think, what did I do in the beginning to get customers for my small business? Amen. What did I do? What did I do? Okay. And Genesis chapter 6, verse number 21. And you shall take your... And you should take it for yourself of all food, of all food that is eaten. And you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. So even, like I'm saying, even with restaurants, they're thinking of ways. What did we do in the beginning to get customers? What did we, did? What, what did we do in the beginning to get new employees? Amen. Good employees, reliable employees. You know, some people, you know, you can you can count on this person. You know, when the chips are down or when it get real busy, I can call this I can call this chef to come in. I can call this waitress to come in. I can call this person to come in because I know that they can get the job done. Amen. So 
even with food, you know, food, what, you know, people are even rethinking what they eat now. Okay, so what did I do in the beginning to keep my blood pressure down? What did I do? What 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 did I do to make sure that um, I don't have another? Uh, uh, I don't have to you know do more insulin for sugar you know for diabetes. Amen. Now diabetes can be reversed, and it's all in the foods that you eat. It can be reversed. can be reversed. In the things that we eat, it can be reversed. Amen. So, by us just thinking about, okay, the foods that we eat, uh, you know, and some people just don't like to eat healthy food. They want to eat junk. They want to eat garbage, and it's not good for their system. And next thing you know, they're in the hospital. The doctor said, okay, well, you got diabetes. He's like, well, what are you okay? You know, what are you eating? What is, what is, what is your diet? Amen. So, even with food, you know, we have to go back to the basics of food. You know, what I know now is what, you know, I wish I'd known back then. Well, what my mom and my dad knows now, if they knew that back then when I was a kid, some of the stuff we wouldn't have ate. We wouldn't have ate. Uh, back then, oh, yeah, I used to eat some barbecue. I used to tear up some barbecue pig feet. I used to tear up them ham hocks. But now, what I know now is I don't eat those foods anymore because some of those foods can cause problems. They can cause some, some serious health issues because you're not taking the time to get back to the basics. Okay, well, when I did in the beginning, yes, I was eating salads and stuff like that. I was, uh, and, and for me, I love to have soup for breakfast. That's just me. Sometimes I have pancakes and, you know, some sausage. But that's, you know. That's a treat for me, but for the most part, I love to have fruit for, bref- for breakfast. Amen. Give me a nice big mango for breakfast, and I'm good to go. Or a nice big red apple. I'm set. I'm set. I'm set. You know, and then when lunch comes, I'm like, okay, I have fruit for breakfast, so what am I going to have for lunch? And a lot of times, if I have a sub or something for lunch, then I won't have any starch for dinner. I will have me a meat, and I will have maybe a salad. Or I might have me some stir-fried vegetables with my meat, amen. So you, we have to we have to continue to think about the whole concept of getting back to the basics of living. We have to get uh, even think about getting back to the basics of what we eat, amen. And what we need to do to resolve some of our health issues, amen. So you know, a lot of our health issues is in the things that we eat. And a lot of things can be resolved because of the things that we eat. Amen. Amen. So, what are the basics of living? What are the basics of living? Here are some ideas you can get. Here are some. Here are some ideas that can get you started. Know yourself and your priorities. Lower your expenses. Meditate regularly. Work with plant medication. 
Grow your own food. Ride a bike or walk. DYI and completely unplug. Amen. So know yourself and your priorities. And one thing you can do by the basic, you know, get back to the basics of living is lower your expenses. You know, you see, you see how much money is coming in, but then you see how much money is going out. So uh, with me, if, if it's too much going out, I say, oh, wait, 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 too much is going out. We need to make some adjustments here. I don't like that. I don't like that because, see, if too much money is going out and you know your wife loves to shop like mine, okay, so you want to make sure that you, you, you lower your, I, I, we try to keep our expenses as low as possible, amen. Even with the church, we try and keep our, our expenses as low as possible because there's other things that God put on our heart to do. And a lot of times what, we, what we're doing, yes, it costs money. By you keeping your expenses low will allow you to do more things, amen. The higher your expenses are, then you can be, you know, you're doing less than what you want to do. Well, I can't do that. I don't because I don't spend, I don't spend, uh, you know, I don't spend four grams on rims and tires for the car. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, and my concept is this here. I will not spend $4,000 on rims and tires for my SUV. That's just not going to happen. The way I bought it from the dealership, that's how it's going to be. I'm not going to do anything different. You know, maybe put some tents on there or something, but that's it. Tinny, you know, get dark tents, but that's it. But I'm not going to go out and spend extra money for no reason. And, to, and, and going, what's going on with the pandemic right now, people are actually watching their expenses. They are, ex they are actually there paying more attention to their budget now than they have done in the past because things are totally different now. You know, even the governor said he, not be, there, may, there may not, there's not going to be another shutdown, but I disagree with the governor when he says, you know, he lifted the mask mandate where, schools don't ha where students don't have to wear a mask in class, in school. I disagree with that because you don't know how this second wave of, of uh, COVID-19 is going to turn out. So, so even with that, we had to, uh, we had to lower our expenses. We have to meditate on the Word of God regularly. We have to meditate more now than we have done in the past. Amen. Because we want to make sure that we hear clearly from God concerning our in our in, in, in our situation. Amen. So, you know, work with plant medications. Aloe is good. Aloe is a very good plant medication. Amen. A lot of people don't know that, but aloe is very good. You know, um, back in the days when I had the I had the flu and everything. So my mom would say, okay, just mix aloe and orange juice and drink that like twice a day or something like that or three times a day. So I mix, I boil me some aloe and I mix in some orange juice and I can tell you within like three or four days, I was like, oh, I was, I was ready to run now because now the flu is gone because see, aloe, is, aloe has very good use. They're putting aloe in lotions. You know, aloe is going in medications right now. Amen. Because it's a very, it's a plant-based 
um, medication. It's all natural. There's nothing they added to aloe. You can grow your own aloe plant in your own yard or in your own garden because it has very, it's, it's very good for a lot of health issues. People that's dealing with uh, some type of skin or or skin disease or whatever is good for that as well. You know, amen. And it's also you. It tastes nasty. It doesn't taste good at all. But once you get the aloe in your system, it'll take care of a lot of stuff. Amen. So, Joshua, we all know the we all know the scripture very well. Joshua one eight. This book of the law shall not depart from my mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all. To excuse me, that you may observe to do according to all that is written for in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall, you sh then you will have good success. So even with the um, going back to the basics of living, we have to meditate day and night. We have to meditate on the words of God day and night. That doesn't just that it doesn't stop. It, even as as pastors, we have to constantly meditate on the word day and night, because we want to make sure that we hear clearly from God to what he is saying to us during this time. Amen. And, you know, um, you know, there are some, there are some rules of life. What are the seven rules of life? That, that Now, these are some things that can help you um, with the basics of living. Amen. And carnal rules to live a happier life. You know, and um, make peace with your past. So if you have something that you need to resolve in the past, you need to go ahead and make peace with that in the past. Okay, remember what others think of you. It's none of your business. Okay, I, I can care less of what people think of me. That's fine. I, I can care less, you know, what they think of me, how they feel about me. That's, I don't care. I, I can care less about it, okay? Don't compare yourself to others and judge them, okay? Stop thinking too much. No one is in charge of your your happiness your happiness except your you, uh, except you. Smile. Time heals almost everything. Amen. And if we go to Isaiah chapter number nineteen, verse number twenty-two, and I will read it from the Amplified on this one. The Lord will strike Egypt, striking but healing it, so that you, so that will return to the Lord, and he will respond to them and heal them. So, those are some, those are some, uh, seven rules of life that, you know, you can, that you can do, you know, um, stop, you know, stop thinking too much, you know, remember what others uh, think of you is none of their business. So I could care less of what people think of me. And it, it doesn't bother me. You know, you can say what you want to say. You can talk about behind you can talk to me about behind my back. But all things come to end when you put your hands on me. Then it's a different story. When you put your hands on me, you might as well go ahead and call JSO because they, I, I'm gonna tell you there's a beat down in progress there's a beat down in progress. Okay. So you can say what you want to say. 
but don't put your hands on me. And things come, I get real heated if you put your hands, your hands on my family, then, you know, it's, it's, it's all out war then. You know, you might as well call the CIA, the FBI, you might as well call the Border Patrol, all them to come, because once I get to a whole new level on that. So by getting to the basic, you know, getting back to the basics of life, you know, that is the thing, you know, the husband, that's our job to protect the family. And I will not let anyone harm any member of my family. And they can look up and say, what are you doing here? I thought you lived in Jacksonville. Say, yeah, but I'm here now. Say, what's going on? What happened? Why did you put your hands on her? You know, it could be a female in the family. Then, you know, I'll be ready to put a gun. I'll be put, put a man in a chokehold. I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm, I'll put him in a chokehold and, and, and get ready to do an undertaker slam, grab him by the throat and just slam him on the ground. You know, uh, that's, that's just me. That's just me. So by getting back to the basics of life, by, by, you know, by us getting back to the basics of life, you know, we have to meditate on the word. We have to continue to pray, you know. And as a, you know, as a head of house, it is my job to make sure the family is safe and protected. Amen. That's what any husband, that's what any pastor, you know. Uh, like, I, like I said, you can say what you want to say. You can talk to me. You can talk to me behind my back on social media. I don't care. But it all comes to an end when you put your hands on me. Amen. So we need to get back to the basics or appreciation of life, everything that God has given us in life. And to remember that all, and, and to remember that not all things are we are made, planned, have been, have planned, but to be still, but to still be appreciated, appre to, to, excuse me, to still be appreciative. We need to go, we need to go back to the basics and keep it simple. We need to keep it simple. Why complicate things and make it more stressful? Why? Okay, you you drive around in a hoopty. You drive around in a hoopty, but you like, well, I want a Lexus. The problem is, you're looking at a forty thousand dollar car versus what you have now. So why would you go and purchase a forty thousand dollar vehicle and pay nine hundred dollars a month in twenty four payments, knowing you can't afford it? But say, well, I can't if I get a second job. That's not the basic principles of living. The basic principles of living is live within your means. So you know you got yourself a little hoopty. Okay, good. Okay, uh, uh, okay, God, I, it's time for me to get another vehicle. This one here is not going to last long. I know it's on its last leg. I mean, it's, it's, it's on its last leg. And you're saying, God, it's only going to last me another two, three weeks, so... I need I need some instructions on where to go to get another purchase another vehicle, amen. So you may end up, you know, you got the hoopty. They they probably give you five hundred for it and everything when you trade it in. But you got a much nicer vehicle now. It may be pre-owned, but it's new to you. But you got a much nicer vehicle now. Now you don't have to worry about, you know, uh, uh, during the summer is the AC going to work or not? You know, during the winter the heat going to work or not? You know, you're like, oh, thank God I got something better than what I had before. And you got to remember, some people get jealous because, why did he get that? Why did she got that? 
It's none of your business how they got it. They got it because they needed it. Amen. So that's what I mean by getting back to the basics of living. We have to understand that by us getting back to the basics of living and living within our means, a lot of people are happier. Uh, now, let me say this before I, I close. Say this before I close. Amen. Now, remember the movie. Remember the movie Forrest Gump. The man made millions in shrimp. He had like multiple shrimp boats, but he kept it simple. He kept a simple way of living. He didn't buy a big house. He stayed in the house that he, when he was growing up. He stayed in the house. Even though his mom had passed, he stayed in the house and slept in his old bedroom. He kept it simple. He kept, even though he had millions of dollars, he kept it simple. He kept a simple way of living. He didn't buy uh, expensive homes and yachts and cars. He kept it very simple. He kept that simple way of living. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, you have to make sure that we, you know, the simple way of living. Now, some people, simple way of living, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. Some people, uh, simple way of living is they want to continue to live in the ghetto. Because the the homes are not expensive. If they're going to rent out something in that community, it's not expensive at all. But that's just their basic way of living. They say, I'm comfortable here. I'm fine. I don't want to move to another house. This house is almost paid for, or this house was given to me, or I inherited this house. Um, I inherited this house when a loved one passed, so now I have no mortgage payments. This is my simple way of living. I'm going to stay right here until it's time for me to go. Other than that, I'm not going nowhere. So some people, they just love, they just love living in the ghetto. I don't want to say that, but, or they love living in low-income areas, and amen, and they know that they can get out whenever they want to, but they refuse to. They want to stay right there, amen. So that's their basic way of living. I don't want to move. I want to stay right here. I don't have to go through all that. You know, I may not even qualify because some of them may not even be good enough to even qualify to go, go or get pre-qualified for a house or even for an, uh, a decent apartment. But you have to look at the overall picture. Do you want to continue to live there or do you want your kids to have more options when they graduate high school, not just hang out on the corner? You know, you want to you have more options. You know, far as education, do you want to go to college? Do you want to go to a trade school? What you want to do? Do you want to be uh, in law enforcement? Do you want to be a, a firefighter? You know, what is it that you want to do? Amen. So, to maintain consistency and growth in our prayer, prayer life, we need to get back to the basics sometimes. It is like this. When a famous sportsman doesn't perform well, what does his or her coach suggest? The, the advice would be to get back to the basics and practice. Now, wonder, now, uh, how wonder Paul compares our life to a race. 
when our basics are refreshed, our relationship with God is renewed. Our perspective is highlighted. Our, ex- our expectations get bolder. And our, intimacy, our intimacy with God is deepened with deepen when we pause to con- cont- contemplate on him. The author and the finisher of our faith. May the focus of uh, may the focus on prayer basic li- li- uh, leave you thirsty for more of him. Stay passionate, stay blessed. So when we get back to the basics of living, you know, our perspective is highlighted, our expect our expectations is bolder. And our intimacy with God is deepened when we pause to contemplate on him. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. So even with a sportsman, anybody that's in sports and the trainer is seeing like, okay, what's going on? I can't, I can't, I don't, I I don't know what's going on. Okay, let's go back to the basics. Let's go back to, you know, the first training, the first the first trainer. Let's go back to that and see and see where we need to go from there, amen. And a lot of times, the trainer be like, "Okay, I, now I see the problem. Now I see the problem. Okay, so now to correct the problem, this is what we have to do. Let's go back to step one. Let's go back to step one and just start all over again and it'll let it work itself out, amen. So that's what we have to remember, you know, by going." by the basics of living. You know, we need to get back to the basics of living during this time of the pandemic. Amen. And so, you know, lower your expenses. Live within your means. Don't try and keep up with the Joneses because the Joneses can't keep up with the Joneses because the Joneses are in debt trying to keep up with what they have. Because Joneses is trying to impress people. Look at the nice house I have. Look at the expensive cars that we have. Yeah, but how many jobs are you working? Well, my wife is working too, and I'm, I'm, and, and I'm going to pick up a third job, you know, something on the side on the weekends, you know, just to, so we can maintain all of this that we have. See, it's not in God's will for you to live in debt like that. Now, if God bless you like that, that's a different story. But for you to go out and create debt, that's not God's will. God didn't say go out and create debt. You pay off your debt, not create more debt. And we understand that the, the biggest debt we have is when we go and purchase a house. And that house, that, that's the biggest debt we have. And we're trying to get that house paid off as soon as possible because you don't know what it's like not to have a mortgage. It's a good thing not to have a mortgage on your house. Like, oh, man, we got extra money. You know, we got an extra $1,500 a month because our mortgage is paid for. Amen. By going, by going back to the basics of living and understanding the true means of living, simply uh, true living, uh, by the true meaning of living, simple, healthy. Amen. And. When we appreciate how much we, when we appreciate how much we have, we feel the urge to pour, to uh, to pare down, 
get, uh, get back to the basics and learn what is essential for, for our happiness. We live, oh, I'm sorry, when we long to realize what really is important. Amen. So, and to, I'm going to close with a scripture here, and it's coming from Jude chapter 1, and let's go down to verse 20. But you, but you beloved, building yourselves up on your, on, up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Verse 21, keep yourselves in the Lord, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ until eternal life. Amen. So we have to get back to the basics of things, and the basics of things is, the basic way of living is, you know, live within your means, and get answers from God. Okay, go get, get a prayer closet, go in your closet, and pray. Uh, and, and continue to pray until you get an answer from God. Amen. You're like, oh, man, back in the days, you know, I used to get a quick answer from God. So what do I need to do now? Go back to the basics. Go back to where you started. You know, go back into your prayer closet and pray and believe God that you get an answer in a timely manner. Amen. So the one thing you can't do is you can't rush God because God's going to do things in his timing. I've learned that. I learned to pray about it and just let, put it in God's hands. So when it happens, it happens. And when it happens, I know, hey, it's God. Because he's going to do things in his timing, not mine. Well, you know, you got to have, you like, well, I, know I need an answer by Friday. Pray about it. Leave it to God. Let God work it out. Because a lot of times in that ninth hour, that's when you get an answer from God. You're like, it could be real close. You're like, oh, God. I will left to respond, and God came through in that ninth hour. Amen. So I thank you. I thank you. I, I, I pray that you were blessed by this message today, uh, getting back to the basics of life. We need to get back to the basics of living uh, as well, e even with the foods that we eat. We that as well. Thank God, you know, for everything that he's doing in our lives and we have to understand that God does not want us to live in debt. He wants us to be debt free. Amen. Think about it. You're debt free. You have, you don't owe it. Now, only things that you have to pay for is your utilities. You know, gas for your vehicles, your maintenance, stuff like that. But think about it. Your credit cards are paid off. Your house is paid off. Your vehicle is paid off. So that's, that's, that's like living debt free. That's like living debt free. Man, I don't owe nothing on the house. The car's paid off. I'm not buying another vehicle. I'm going to run this one to the ground until the wheels fall off. I heard people say that. Man, I'm going to drive this bad boy until the wheels fall off. I'm not getting another vehicle right now. I heard a supervisor say that. Uh, one of my supervisors, one of the jobs I worked at, he said, man, I'm going to drive that truck until the wheels fall off. I said, good Lord. You know, and, and he did things right. When he retired, his house and vehicles were paid for. He went down to the dealership and he actually paid cash for a car. I was like, what? He did what? He actually went down to and paid cash for a vehicle. That's what I mean by living. That's what I mean by living debt free. You can go down to the dealership and say, I want that. How much is it? Give me the out the door price. 
well, you know, fine. Nah, I'm not thinking about finances. Give me the out. I had another friend of mine who did the same thing. What a Toyota Avalon. He said, I want the out the door price. They gave him out the door price. He wrote a check and said, thank you. See y'all later. Bought his wife a Toyota Avalon and boom, they're gone. That's what I mean by living debt free. That's what I mean by getting back to the basics of living. You know, sometimes, you know, with me, I'll, if I want a particular, if I want something, I will save up the money to get it. Are you going to put it on your credit card? No. That's for emergency. That's it. Just go, yeah, I want this. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, I want that. Then the emergency pops up with your vehicle. You're like, oh, shucks. My credit card messed up. So I got to figure out how I'm going to get this car fixed because I messed up my credit card. Credit cards, again, uh, credit cards are for emergencies only. It's not just a, yeah, yeah, let me go buy this. Let me go to the mall. Yeah, I want that Louis. I want that I want that Gucci. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, give me that. And then you get down to it, you're like, uh, hmm, you get that credit card bill, you're like, ooh, I messed up my credit card. I got no money left. Got no room on it. That's not the basics of living. That's just being stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry to say I'm just sorry to say that. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. That's just being stupid. That's just being crazy. That's all that is. That's just being crazy. And, and, and not, not managing your money like you're supposed to. So if you're living from paycheck to paycheck, now you have to rethink. You say, okay, well, we wasn't living from paycheck to pay paycheck before. So let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning to, to, to see what we did not to live from paycheck to paycheck. God does not want you to live from paycheck to paycheck. He wants you to be blessed. So even after you pay all, even if you tithe, you give it up, you, you do the offering, you paid all your bills, and you got money at the end of the month. So you probably never heard this term, more money than month. So, so in other words, let me break it down for you. That means, just like I said, after you paid all your bills, you done paid your paid your tithe, you gave an offering, you done paid your mortgage, you done paid your car note, your insurance, you know, you done paid all your utilities at your house, you know, went grocery shopping, everything, and you still have money left at the end of the month. Now, that doesn't mean you go and spend it. With me, I'll save it. I'll save it. And like, what you gonna do with it? I don't know, just save, you know, save the money. You know, just save the money. If you give me a large sum of money, it'll, it'll take me a good while before I decide what I want to do with it. Well, what, what, what all that money? What, what was that money? What, 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 what you do with that money? I just sit in the bank collecting interest. What you gonna do with it? I don't know yet. <laughs> just, just gonna sit there until I'm, until, I'm, until I'm ready to do something with it. No, yeah, I know. You know, give me a new iPad. But anyway. Um, to a big purchase like a house or vehicle, it's, it's, it's probably going to sit there for a little bit and let it collect interest until I know. I, and God said, okay, listen, I want you to go do this, this, and this. Okay, how much is that? Yeah, go and get a cashier's check for this, 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 this. Get three cashier's checks for this and give it to so-and-so. And so. Okay, fine, thank you. No problem. Had no problem with that. And you've seen it, and we've seen it, and I've seen it time and time and again where these people hit the lotto, and they get this one lump sum, and I've seen it in an entertainment world where they make all this money, and they go broke in a year. And I'm looking, I'm like, I'm sitting at myself and say, 
okay. You're the, you're the professional athlete. You're in the NFL. How in the world you go broke and you sign a $15 million contract for the next three years? How you go broke in three years? You know, with MC Hammer, it was all good. It was all gone. Man made 33000 33, $33 million, I'm sorry, $33 million a year for three years, and he went broke. That's because his payroll was half a million dollars. He didn't manage his money. Everybody was in his pocket. Hey, man, I need you to invest in this horse. I need you to invest in this. Everybody had his hand in his pocket. And he said, oh, yeah, go ahead, yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Write him a check, go ahead. And all those business deals went, <laughs> went down the drain. And I saw him on Oprah. Well, I, I'm not an Oprah fan, but I just I was just going through the channels, and I saw him on Oprah. He had to file bankruptcy on his $10 million house. Like, what is he doing now? I don't know. I don't know. He could be, he, he could be, a, secu he could be a security guard somewhere. I, I have no idea what he's doing right now. That's what I'm saying. The basics, the basics, we have to get back to the basics of life. We have to get back to that. There's no need for someone to make millions of dollars and go broke in three, four years. That means that person has mismanaged their money. They're thinking about, oh, you know, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got the money. Let me go and get what I can now. And instead of setting up, uh, instead, of, instead of thinking about the future, well, you know what? Let me set up, a, let me set up a, a, a different account for my kids so when they turn a certain age, they have a certain amount of money. Amen. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. We have to get back to the basics of life. You know, we have to manage our money. We have to manage our time. Amen. We have to do that because you don't want to be in a situation where you, you're twiddling your thumbs trying to figure out, okay, okay, God, God, I need you to get me out. And God said, well, I never told you to do the deal in the first place. I told you no. But you went ahead and did it anyway. So now look at what you do anything the situation that you're in. I told you no. And I don't do anything unless I get a green light from God. When God gave me that green light, I'm gone. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a mission. I know what I got to do. If I prayed about it and he hasn't given me the answer, I'm like, okay, well, that means God doesn't want me to do that. Fine. I had no problem with it because I'm not God. But I let him, but God is in control of everything I do. No matter what it is, he's in control of everything. Everything I do because he created me. Amen. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this message that came forth. We thank you, Lord God, that we will get back to the basics of life. We will get back to the basic principles of living. We will thank you, Lord God, that we will continue to live within our means. We thank you, Lord God, that we will always listen to you. We will pray and we will meditate on the word day and night. As Joshua 1 and 8 says, meditate on the word day and night, Lord God. We just thank you for your strength, your knowledge, and your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So, at this time, it is offering time. Amen. And this is, the, this is what you could say is the most important part. Um, this is the most important part is, you know, we honor God in our giving. And... I can tell you um, from experience, you know, God
God is not trying to get money from you. God is trying to get money to you. Amen. So by you giving, God only asks for 10%. He does not ask for 20, 30, 40, or 50, but God only asks for 10%. Amen. And there's three ways you can give. If you want to come by our office and give, you can come by our office. Uh, 2255 Dunn Avenue, Suite 201. Amen. You can come by. You can also text to give at 855-537-1023. And also, you can go to our website at amenalways.org to give. Amen. Again, if you want to come by our office and drop off, uh, drop off your giving, that address is 2255 Dunn Avenue, Suite 201. We're right next door, we're right next door to the doctor center. And um, you can uh, also... Go to our website, amenalways.org, and also you can text to give at 855-537-1023. Amen. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for our tithes and our offerings, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We give. It shall be given back to us. Press down, shaking together, running over, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for a hundredfold return in Jesus' name, Lord God. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so remember, we want to thank you for joining us for our services today. Amen. You can, um, you can go to our website. You will see it on, um, you see it on YouTube. You will see it on Facebook Live. It's going to be aired later today. Amen. And we want to thank everyone. It's been a blessing uh, for us to serve so far 1,030 people in our food pantry. Remember, our food pantry is the last Saturday of each month. But if you need, if you need uh, food through the week, you can call our office. You can call our office, and you can um, go to our website and get the phone number. You can call our office, and we will have uh, we can have we have food that we have for the people that need food throughout the week. Amen. And so you can call our office at 904-657-5892. That's one of the numbers you can call us with. Call the office, or you, if, if you want to come by the office, you can. We have, we had a lot of food left over from yesterday. We still, I mean, we're we're, we're very blessed that we have food left over. That if anyone that needs food during the week, just come by the office or just call us, and, and make sure you call ahead of time so that we can make sure that the food we can prepare the food for you, we give to you. Amen. So, Father, we want to thank you, Lord God, for this time. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for your healing power. God, we honor you, Lord God, in everything that we do, Lord God. We give you praise, honor, and glory, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the wisdom, Lord God, even during the second wave of COVID-19. We thank you, Lord God, for protecting us, keeping us safe, Father God. 
And we just thank you, Lord God, as we continue to protect ourselves in every aspect of everything that we do and everywhere that we go. In Jesus' name, amen.